Hey, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Um, man, I'm I'm here with Sam Blackwell. How you doing, Sam? Man, I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Um, hey, bro. So, I mean, you, you're our you're our Trackstar Sports WWE correspondent. Um, I mean, you, you've been killing it like week and week, just kind of letting us know kind of what's going on in the WWE. Um, just this week, I was um, paying attention on Facebook. I'm kind of scrolling down some stuff. And um, Chris, uh, DJ Jeremiah from The Bay Fuel, he puts up um, a promo cut by John Cena and Roman Reigns. And at the bottom of it, it says, now currently the best promo, right? Like the best promo ever, I guess. Um, And so I'm like, I watched it. And they said it was better than The Rocks. And I'm like, I don't know about that, but it was a nice promo. Did you get a chance to check it out? Man, I did. I was actually at that Monday Night Raw. Where? They were here at the Forum. And, yes, sir. And it was, I wouldn't say, it may have been better than The Rock the last time he was here. Okay. It was definitely one of John Cena's better promos in recent times. Just because How? he was saying so much truth. Wow. How did you feel being in the building tonight? The, the the energy was crazy. I mean, it was it was close to being sold out for one thing. Wow, the energy was crazy because Memphis has always been a huge wrestling town, mm. and so we always bring out a lot of people. Oh yeah, like in the territory days, Memphis was one of the big ones. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Like Jerry Lawler was the he was the, he was the big name. He would go to all these places. They would come here. He kind of helped put Memphis on the map. Like a lot of big stars came through Memphis working here before they got to be call up. Like Undertaker was working here. Uh, well, Rocky Johnson worked here. Really? So many names. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yo, so there's okay. a good uh, there's a good documentary on it called Memphis Heat. If you ever get a chance to catch it, okay. So it's kind of like the history of Memphis wrestling. So you were in, the but movie. yeah, the energy Monday night was ridiculous. Everybody was going along with all the catchphrases and the chants and everything, and it was amazing. All right, so Roman Roman comes out right. Um, yeah, and when he's out there, you get a chance. You're watching him, um, you know, cut this promo. At one point in the in the promo. Um, John Cena says, yo, it's a promo, right? We're supposed to be promoting a match. <laughs> he said, if if you're going to do this, right, he said, if you're going to take my spot, you need to be able to do these. Right. Bro, like, golly. Golly. When he said that, like, I, I, it cut me a little bit. So there's been a problem with Roman Reigns, um, you know, cutting promos. So, What's his deal? What's his problem with cutting promos? In your eyes, what do you see as his biggest issue? If they, My issue with him is if they want him to be the next John Cena, they want him to be the next guy, the next face of the company, they need to stop. They need to either help him work on his delivery or just stop scripting him so heavily. Hmm. If you got guys like John Cena, you got guys like... Enzo, you got guys like The Miz, who you can tell what they're saying is scripted to a point, but they can make it sound like they really believe what they're saying. Right. Same with like with Paul Heyman, same with CM Punk. 
Like, same with The Rock and Austin. Like, these guys, you believe they truly feel what they're saying. With Roman, he just sounds like he's reading off the paper. Hmm. Is that his fault? Like, he's not practicing his lines enough? Um, he hasn't adapted to, to you know, true believability? Or is it, um, I mean, just the writing is bad? I think all of the above. Okay. Because other than, you know, a few guys like the guys I mentioned, most of the roster sounds like that. Hmm. Like, they, they all, they when they do their promos, they'll break, they'll pause in, like, the same spots, more or less. The way they deliver and emphasize certain words, you can tell they did not have any input in this. They are saying what they are told to say, and they're saying it because they're told to say it, and they're getting paid to say what they're saying, and they don't care. So at some point in that promo, it looked like Roman Reigns is basically um, like like he was on script, and then he just said, "Forget it." Like like John Cena made him mad. It looked like John Cena made him mad to a point where he broke script for a second and started saying what he felt a little bit. What do you think that happened, or was, was this all contrived? Like is, is, was it all part of a script, but the writing got much better? I think I think it was all it was all still scripted, but they wanted to be, make it believable, so they wrote in some truth that wow, went okay. outside of the ring, past the pay per view, past promoting it, and just said because when Roman said like you got you come off and you got the shovel and you bury everybody, ooh yeah, like yeah, that's been an accusation of John and and Triple H, both of them for years, like they have to be and. Same was with um, when the NWO and WCW, like they were going over everybody because they had, they all each had their own creative control and they didn't want anybody else taking the top spot. But I feel like they're putting truth in that, but they still knew beforehand what the other was going to say. Okay. So it looks like now people, I guess the writers and the people at WWE have been trying to find a good dance partner for Roman Reigns. Have have they found the best dance partner for him? I don't know if he's, if John Cena was working with him, right? But I mean, wow, I, I think that came off really well. So, do you think they found the best dance partner for him now? They might have, because when Cena said that he's just a corporate copy of him. That's mm. true, too, because and that's a big reason why a lot of people will boo Roman out of the building everywhere he goes. It's because it's already come out that they want him to be the next Cena. And we already had over 10 years of Cena doing what he does. And now we want it, we're apparently supposed to get Roman doing the same thing. We don't want that. Were you guys? Like we, uh, we, wanted, we wanted Dolph Ziggler to be pushed for a long time. And he has, uh, yeah. he's smaller, but he has everything. We wanted Cesaro to be pushed for a long time. They don't care about all that. We wanted, like, so many people complained about the Daniel Bryan thing at the Rumble a few years ago. They had hundreds of thousands of people cancel their network subscriptions because of it. And that's why they put Daniel Bryan in the main event. is because they realized this was actually doing some damage to them. 
But they will push whoever they want to push. They don't care what the crowd – they say they care what the crowd thinks. They don't. They may give little things to, you know, whet our appetite, but they're not going to really give us what they want or what we want. Hmm. Why do you why do you think people wanted Dolph Ziggler pushed? Be, for one thing, his his work in the ring, he w- he was believable. Like when he would, if someone would hit him with something like a big move, he would sell it like there's no tomorrow. Okay. He he has the look. He has the marketability. He has the good. He has promos. He's good on the mic. He. he if he was a little bit bigger, I think he might have gotten more push. But he has everything that a good WWE superstar should have. That's like he has everything they're looking for, but Vince just loves the bigger guys. Mm. Vince has a one type of look in mind. And that's what like same re- like Triple H wanted Seth Rollins to be the guy. And that's why he got that huge push before he got injured. Right. But Vince wanted Roman. And now that's why Roman is in the main picture still, because Vince still runs everything. But, that, man, that – so, okay. Roman has the look, right? So he has the look. He's he's tall. He's big, right? But that's um, all he has. He has, he has hair, like – he has the look, right? Plus, it's also it's also the 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 family he comes from, right, right, because he has the history. And they tried to get him over. I remember when The Rock came and tried to get uh-huh. him over at the Rumble. And, yeah, yep. and and they just they were booing The it. Rock just for being yeah. there. That shows you how much we don't want Roman. Wow. And it's not, and we have it's nothing against him as a person. It's just. The character, we don't want another John Cena while we still have one. The only thing worse than one John Cena is two John Cenas. And that's why <laughs> Cena wasn't getting booed that Monday night. is because we found someone we dislike even more. <laughs> Yo, so, okay, that's absolutely true. People do hate John Cena, and I never really got it. I never really understood why they hated John Cena so much. Can you help? Just because it was so predictable, it's so it was so predictable. We knew no matter how much he got beat, nine times out of ten, he's going to come back, do three moves, or what they call the five moves of doom. That's all he really ever showcased, and he was going to win the match no matter how much damage had been inflicted on him. He was going to come back and win, and so it got predictable and it got old. We were tired of seeing him, you know, chase the title mm. and hold the title and defend the title. We wanted other people. So, like, when you had somebody like a CM Punk, you had somebody like a Daniel Bryan, like guys who <clears throat> just connected organically with the crowd, they weren't the typical John Cena, WWE homegrown talent. They were someone who we knew from before WWE who we knew could do everything that they were looking for, but they connected with the crowd and the crowd loved it. Now Cena still had to do his own thing. mm, mm. 
so well, I think at this point, it's, it's because Roman's now becoming John. We see this, and it's it's like the Kurt Angle. You know, he comes out, everybody's yelling, "You suck!" Even though we know he's great, he's one of the yep. best. He is a legitimate gold medal winner. We can't yeah. take that from him. So, it, but it's become just part of the experience when you're there to just yell, "Hey, you suck!" Just going along with the music. So when you do the whole "Let's go, Cena, Cena sucks" chant, it's part of the experience. You just kind of, it's just something you have to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, I don't know if we're completely there yet, but it's getting to that point. It, uh, so are people? Are you thinking that people are actually simply booing John Cena because it's part of the John Cena experience, or do you think that hate is still very real? I think the hate is there to a point, but I don't think it's as intense as it was a few years ago. Okay. Because we've seen him, you know, put other guys over. Like when he started the the U.S. Open Challenge. Absolutely. He, he That brought in Kevin Owens. That yep. brought in AJ Styles. Like, whoever was going to like both of those guys anyway, just from what they did in the independent scene. But we saw him, like he said in the promo, he was the opening match of SummerSlam. He has yeah. been – he did the U.S. title challenge. Like, we're seeing him be there less and less because he's off doing movies like what The Rock's doing. He's out there. He's trying to go in a different venue to get his name out there, different avenue other than wrestling. And so we know that he's not doing this all the time. We know he's not going to be the guy for much longer. And so now we can – when we realize this, okay, he's actually doing something to help the younger talent and the people who will be here for the next 10 years. And so we can appreciate that. And now some people still hate John Cena, but I don't think he's as bad as it used to be. So John, at one point in the, um, in the promo, he says, you guys see a fourth wall? You guys see a fourth wall? Because I don't see one. And so he breaks the fourth wall, and then he says he breaks the fourth wall, right? Which I had some issues. Oh, yeah. But it's cool. So, but he broke the fourth wall, and it seemed that the crowd just loved the fact that that fourth wall was broken. It used to, it gave people, for just a moment, the feeling CM Punk used to give you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because any, so, anytime you acknowledge that you're breaking something, that you're going off script, like, like the CM Punk promo, when he yep. mentioned Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman and Hulk Hogan, and he called Rock Dwayne. Like, mm-hmm. it felt real. Mm. So when Cena's bringing all this stuff up, when he's acknowledging, hey, I'm going outside of what we're supposed to talk about on the show, that's when people start to tune in. It's like, oh, okay, let's see what he says next. This could actually go somewhere. As opposed to, oh, we're just hyping up a match and doing all these, you know, playground insults. Like now, right. okay, let's see what he says. He might actually do some damage. Who knows? So let me ask you this question: Are we? Is this the route that WWE is about to start taking with um, with Roman Reigns and with Cena? Like, is this is this going to be the theme for the way that they um, start to cut promos leading up to that match? It might be. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I do think that. Because I think the reason that they're doing this match so soon 
because this would be like a this could go on a bigger pay per view. Like this could go that, on a Survivor Series yeah, I'm or thinking even why a no WrestleMania. One. But Cena's going to be in the Transformers spinoff movie, Ooh, and okay. the director doesn't want him wrestling while he's filming. Just he okay. doesn't want him getting hurt. So I think that could be a big reason why they're doing it now as opposed to waiting. Okay. So that's why this the push is being made right now to to push this um this match. Yeah. But the promos they could get real like that or that could have been a one time thing. Just because every now and then you'll hear truth like that come out. Like backstage yeah. stuff come out. But it doesn't happen very often. Man, I hope that's the route that they that they take. Um uh, going I did too, forward. but it felt like they got so much out that I one know. Night. Like what what more could you say? You know what I mean? Exactly. And he um, Cena even took a shot at the Undertaker. Yeah. Which I don't yeah. I wasn't I wasn't exactly cool with that one, but you know. But I mean, it, it wasn't a serious shot. He was just acknowledging, man, he had a hip injury and you 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 know what I mean, you're dealing with a, a guy at the end of his career and you know you want to get shine off that. Like you can't really get shine off that. You shouldn't be able to, and that's, I think that's all he was saying. I agree with you. Had he been the had Roman been the only person that beat Taker, he could have made a better case for it. Okay. But Brock Brock had already done it. That's true. That's true. And they they tried to they tried to like basically put Roman in a place where he's the guy who put the nail in the coffin, right? So he's the guy who did that. Um, and it you know nobody really respected it. No. All right, man. So at one point they were wanting Bray Wyatt to be the guy who, you know, retired the Undertaker because he's got yeah. that whole weird vibe too, and they kind of like a passing the torch. Yeah. But why they, they go away from that? that? Why do you think they went away from that? That's the a good question. Him. He they do. He's consistent, but at the same time, other than being that weird Undertaker dark ish character. He's also not really marketable. Like, you can't have him going on Good Morning America talking about the next pay-per-view. Like, you could a John Cena or a Roman or a Miz. Like, he doesn't have that look. Like, he looks like he came out of the backwoods. But can he go on Sons of Anarchy or um, the the Duck Show or whatever that show is where they hunt Duck Dynasty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, can he go on, like, um, you know what I mean, the um, Bounty Hunter um, show like I mean, there's there's spots to market him. There are. I I honestly don't know why they haven't done more with him. Because he he's been one of the most consistent people they have they've had in yeah. the last few years. I can see him dating Mama June. I mean, oh, so okay, you gotta stop that. You gotta <laughs> stop that. Come on now, come on. There's so many places though. I think they're oh limited in what they're thinking. Did not just go there. <laughs> Yo, so speaking of people who look like Mama June, did you see the Big Show? No. That man has shaved his beard. He is completely clean shaven. He looks like King Kong Bundy. Yo, what's up with Big Show, man? I remember he was losing weight and he was doing his thing. Well, yeah. What happened with that was he was getting so in like really good shape because yeah. 
there were all these talks of him having a match with Shaq at last year's WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. But then that fell through. Okay. So that that's why he was doing all that was he was they were trying to have a match and it just didn't work out. Okay, okay. So he was he was getting legendary. Um or yeah. getting prepared for a legendary match. Um so here here's my here's my thing. Um and we'll I've I've two more things and we'll wrap it, right? Um first okay. thing is I wanna talk about the women's division and, and where do you see what do you what do you see happening um in this upcoming pay per view and where do you see the women's division going um but more so on Raw as opposed to SmackDown? If they keep like when the women's revolution started, like when Emma comes out and she says that she started the revolution, I can see where she's coming from because when she was in NXT, she and Paige had this phenomenal match. And it just started going from there. Then you had the four horsemen. When you had Becky Lynch, you had Charlotte and Sasha and Bailey. You had all of them coming up. You bring you bring all of them up. You bring someone like Nia Jax, who could be a um, maybe like a women's version of Andre. You bring in someone like Alexa Bliss, who may not be the best wrestler, but she's definitely one of the best talkers. You love Alexa and, Bliss, yeah. Yeah, I do. That's <laughs> no, no shame. No shame at all. But you bring in you bring in these women. Yeah, you get somebody like her who doesn't have a wrestling background but it still has an athletic background doing gymnastics and everything. But then you bring in people like Becky Lynch and Charlotte and all these women who have wrestled for a long time. And then you bring in someone like Mickey James, who's like a veteran who can kind of help them, you know, push the division, kind of get that rub from her. I, I hope that like, if they keep going the direction they're going, I think it'll be great. Okay. But 10 years ago, Women's match was the bathroom break for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. And now they're head, now they're headlining pay per views, and I love that. Like I, I don't care if you're if you're a guy or a girl, if you can wrestle, if you can put on a good match, I'm cool with that. Do you see this fading out at some point, or do you see this getting bigger? I can see it getting bigger if they go the route they're going. Okay. But if like if they change up a bunch of stuff, like if they start Well, you know what? Actually, with all the women they've got, I don't see this going anywhere but up. Really? They have so many talented female wrestlers. Do you see them breaking off and starting their own show? It's possible, maybe like a network show. Like it, it won't be on. It won't be on on live TV. But I can see it doing something like like what they do at two hundred five, depending yeah, on how well the May Young Classic goes, on how much viewership it gets, and the response and the reception of it. So if, if that okay. blows up, I could definitely see them moving towards their own show, which would be cool. I'd be okay with that. Because like I said, if you can wrestle, to put on a match, tell a story, majority of fans are happy with that. So what do you think caused this? So you think it all happened in NXT? So you think in NXT that's when when the momentum for the women's revolution started? 
I think it did. Because before, like, before NXT, you know, which women wrestlers did you have that were actually, you know, wrestlers? You know, you had Natalia. You had, yeah, that was it. You had a bunch of supermodels who they they trained enough to know the ba- the very bare minimum basics, and that was it. But there Nobody was cared. there was China back in the day, and then there was what Lita. No, okay. Now when you're going back that far, yeah. Okay, okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, a lot of women back then, like you had China who, well, China was different. She took out half the men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, she, so she she was, was in the legit. rumble. Okay. They put her in the Rumble. She was in King of the Ring. Like, yeah, Lita, Trish Stratus, you know, right. all the, like, they were great. Then you had people like, like Tori Wilson. You had Mickey James. You had uh, Stacey Keebler. You had Dawn Marie. You had all these women who could kind of wrestle, but people just cared about how they looked more than anything else. Absolutely. Then you get into, like, maybe five or six years ago, and you have a bunch of women who were just models who couldn't really wrestle to save their life, but they put them out there anyway. Mm. And nobody cared. I, I, I don't remember, other than maybe the Bellas, I can't remember who was wrestling five years ago as a woman. Yeah, me neither. I can't, I can't, name, I can't name anybody. But now I can name just about all of them. Because wow. they're memorable, they put on good matches, and people, like, finally we're at a point, and if we're not there, we're very close, that we can watch a women's match and not just focus on how they look. Yeah, I believe so. But at the same like you time, they not... take away these stupid gimmick matches, like... Mm being in the pudding in a in a kiddie pool over by the side of the stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, these evening gown matches, like these pillow fights, like we don't care. Like sure some guys like that, but it, that gets old. And we want we if we see women who can actually wrestle, that makes that means more. So do you think they'll get to the point where they bring out women who who just don't have the look? And but it's okay because they can really wrestle. Well, yeah. Look at Tamina. So next, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean I think they're still looking for a certain look, but I think that the wrestling skills matter just as much. I know that was that was bad. Oh God, that, that was wrong. <laughs> so next, um, the last the last yeah, thing. Next topic. Forget that part. <laughs> the last thing I wanna um yo man, it, it, it's track us for us, man. We're not we're not edited, yo. We we just go. So um cool. the next thing is we have um the situation in MMA. There's um okay. John Bone Jones, right? I don't know if you're aware oh, yeah. of this guy, right? You know him, right? And so yes, he sir. just failed, you know what I mean? <laughs> His last test, and I and I don't believe um, he has the wherewithal or the stamina to hop back. You know what I mean to, to get this thing popping again. Um, he really wants to fight Brock Lesnar. Um, people say that the only place you'll probably see it is on WWE. Um, my question to you is this: Can you see? I mean, 
can you see a possibility of him saying, you know, forget it, I'm I'm not going that route of UFC. I, I you know, I probably can't do that. He's you know in, in it too much. Um, do you see a place for him in the WWE? And, and do you see a possibility of of him actually doing that Lesnar match, but um, on a on a WWE pay per view? It's possible. Like we've had MMA guys come over before. Like obviously we have Brock. Uh, we had Ken Shamrock back in the day. But Brock who, came from it, WWE and went to the MMA. It wasn't the other way yeah, around he, with him, right? No, he started in WWE. Right. Something but, but then he came back because he, he just couldn't he couldn't do it much longer. So you think like somebody from actual WWE like people often think about Ronda Rousey and wonder if she could possibly hop into a WWE situation as well. So like do you see do you see Bone Jones coming over? I, I don't know. I don't if he does, I don't see it being long term. Really? But I could I could def, if they wanted to do that at like WrestleMania, I could definitely see that happening. It wouldn't it definitely wouldn't be for the title. But I could see I could see that as a possibility because it WrestleMania is all about the the mainstream press, the exposure. They always bring in the celebrities. Like this last one, when they you had Gronkowski, you know, interfering in the Battle Royal. Yep. Like they want that, and a couple of years ago, Ronda Rousey being right there next to The Rock. Like they want that mainstream crossover every year. They do everything they can to get it. And if you got a UFC fighter or MMA, whatever, whoever, Bellator, whoever he's with, you got him coming over to fight Brock, who is a legitimate fighter, that will bring, hey, somebody outside of WWE is coming inside to fight in a WWE match. That will bring some eyes who might otherwise have not looked at the product, and that's their goal. Wow. They want as many think- eyes on their, on what they're doing as they can. They don't care where they come from. They don't care how they get it. They want it. Do you think they would do um, – do you think there's even a possibility? Now, I'm, I'm going to give you this. Do you think there's even a possibility of them doing a real fight, like a real legit um, MMA-style fight under the WWE um, brand? Ooh. That's a good question. Like, they've had that kind of stuff before, but it's been a long time since they did that. That That's a very good – I'm honestly not sure about that one. I think if they did do it, it would be WWE rules. But I think they would be more lenient on it if he decides to, you know, just start shooting on him. Right. So you think but they I would think do – They would do whatever would protect – I think they would let it go far enough as long as they can still protect their brand. Okay. And, of course, Dana White's going to want to make sure that just in the off chance that Jones wants to go back, that he's protected also. Would Dana White have so something to possible, say about that, though? I mean, that he, he was big on um, – getting Brock back in the WWE because, like, Brock had that fight what was it, a, a year or two ago where he was still contracted under WWE, but his contract said that he could do this fight. Okay. It's the same reason that we haven't seen Ronda Rousey in, in the ring yet 
is because Dana White was like, no, that's not happening. So, so still he's still protecting Harry still under that. to come back. Yeah. But it's possible to see, like, an actual fight, but I don't, I doubt it. Anything's possible. You, I just don't see it happen. Okay, you think it'll actually be like a WWE fight? I think it'll be closer to that, yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Man, yo, it, it's been an incredible time, man, hanging out with you. Um, I can't wait to do this again. Um, hopefully we set this up either weekly or biweekly, man, and, and people get a chance to, to hear your insight on wrestling. You you have a phenomenal wealth of knowledge, man, like phenomenal. And so I'm I'm completely blown away by the, the level of, of depth um, that you cover. Um, so, I mean, we, we love your videos, absolutely. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of your videos. And um, I'm I'm looking forward to to more of this, man. I I can't wait because as as things pop up, there's so many things I want to hop into. There's so many things I want to talk about. Like, and I'll give you an example of one thing that I can't wait to talk about is CM Punk, and and what I mean. I want to go through the whole thing. I want to go through the what, the why. Um, you know what I mean? What was so attractive about him? Why did he have to leave? Um, you know what I mean? I want to go through the whole thing, and then and do you ever see plans of him coming back? I can't wait to talk about that with you. Um, I want to hop into um, broken, the broken Matt Hardy situation, right? Um, I want to talk about oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, I can't wait to get in all that stuff with you, man. So um, I'm looking forward to more of these. Thank you so much, yo. Um, yo, tell everybody where they can find you and how they can follow you on, on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Man, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Messiah's Misfit. I'm on Instagram. Under the name World's Okayest Drummer 93. I saw that on a t shirt and I thought that was great. Yeah, <laughs> follow me. We'll talk. Talk about anything you want wrestling, music, whatever. You know, hit me up. Absolutely, it's man. It's been fun. Um, I, love, I love what you're doing with this. I love being a part of it. I can't wait to see where this goes. Absolutely, man. All right, yo. Thank you so much. And um, I'll talk to you later, bro. All right. Have a good one. You too.